something good is gonna come out of your mouth mic mm, check one two Can I, am i supposed to hear myself yeah i can't hear anything in my headphones. oh my god how about now hello no I'm still you can't hear in the headphones i can't hear nothing are they not pl- <laughs> oh they're not plugged this is, in this is classic veterinary school problem is, solver is, hi everybody <laughs> my name is harry uh, or harrison wait or- what are you doing i do the intro have you never listened to this show? I've never been on live television before. Welcome to the Pre-Vet Podcast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to the Pre-Vet Podcast. I'm Alex Avellino, and today our student is Harrison Warman, President Harrison Warman. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to have you on today. And you know what, Harry? The reason I asked you on here is because I feel like we can talk about anything. Let me rephrase. You can talk about anything. I love everything. I, I think you do, and I feel like you have a great sense of humor. You have a you have a different way of looking at stuff. I never know what you're going to say, so I wanted you to be on for a casual chit-chat. Thank I'm glad to be here. I want to take some of those myths that Alex Avellino has been giving all you pre-vet students and just totally crush them into dirt like the bones of my enemies. I think it's good to have folks come on who maybe do have a different opinion from me because they're really only hearing me in my six years of veter- pre-veterinary experience working with 10 different veterinary classes. But you Jeez. coming in and being able to crush it, I think is wise. I'm having a great time already. Harry, I'm ready. you were one of my pre-vet students. Yep. Uh, what was that experience like for you? It was terrifying, honestly. <laughs> no, honestly. Again, me, me being totally honest, um, I didn't have a whole lot of like experience hours going in, but I, I relied heavily on my grades. I had fantastic grades yes, going you did. in, and I was like, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna see Alex Avellino in the VAB building, little tiny sophomore and undergrad Harry. I was like, yep. this is gonna be great. She's gonna tell me I'm guaranteed to get in, and literally you said nothing positive. I don't know if is you that remember true? that. You, you, you looked at my resume and you're like, yeah, grades are good. Uh, you need exotics. You need research. <laughs> you need additional hours. You need to do, go do large animal stuff. You mm-hmm. need everything. And mm-hmm. then I honestly, I went out and I did all that, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. And it was, it helped, obviously. I mean, I'm here. Yes, you are. Do you feel comfortable sharing what the application process like was like for you? Because it wasn't an immediate yes. Yep. No, it definitely wasn't. Um, so I think I applied to 10 or I think I applied to nine programs. I want to say I got into four of them, including getting called off the wait list. Um, so I got called off the wait list at UF probably like a week before the, the deadline. And, and like that's unheard of for a Florida resident to get yeah. a spot. That's very rare. Yeah, no, it was it was ridiculous. Um, I was I was so happy. Yeah, I'm so glad they called you up that we called you off the wait list. You are now the president of the class of 2024. Um, yep. You are a Florida Gator. Yep. We're super happy to have you. Double Gator. I know that you value others more than you value yourself. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. Well, I mean, is it a problem? Well, it's it's a nice problem to have to have people rely on you, but at the same time, sometimes I really wish I could just like be by myself for a while, because I'm like I'm not a social person in the in like the standard sense. It's like I don't really need like a bunch of social interaction to be happy. So are I'm, you like, an introvert then? Yeah, I love being on my own. I watch YouTube. I play video games. Like I just like read stuff. I'm like on Reddit all day, pretty yeah. much. So it's like I I have my interests, but at the same time, like now that I have this position that I was very very unprepared for to have before I ran. Um, I definitely think it's helped me come out of my shell, mm-hmm. like in terms of like just being available for people. And again, like, like you're saying, it's like, I value other people's time more than I value my own time mm-hmm. because I kind of grew up on like the whole golden rule of like treat others how you want to be treated. Yes. But then that kind of like, r- like sucks the reservoir dry and it's like, oh, now it's 9 PM and it's like, I still have to do stuff for myself and like 
cook and take a shower and like relax and do my school work. Things to be a human. Yeah, exactly. So for the folks at home, the pre-vets who are listening and they're like, I empathize with Harry. I also put others before myself. Like I'm putting everybody else's oxygen mask on before I'm putting on my own. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for them to like move through that? Just once in a while, just like seriously, just, just stop caring about other people. Like it's really okay to say no, but just remember that like it, it's like a society problem or it's a you problem. Yeah. It's like if someone is like offended by you saying no to them, that's a them problem. That's a them problem. And you really can't control like how they respond to it. And being the person who doesn't say no is a you problem. That's yeah. a me problem. If yeah. I can't have boundaries and tell others when I need mm-hmm. time to myself. So you were a facilitator this summer. You We worked together all summer long working on personal and professional development to get ready for five. And this is one of the goals and things that we talked about for mm-hmm. you was to kind of like figure out how to set yourself up for success. And one of the strategies we talked about is having external accountability yep. because you won't be your own accountability partner. I will not. So for folks at home who are like, okay, I really rely on helping others. Let that work for you. Mm-hmm. Talk to those folks that give you support and then say, hey, I also need support. Will you go to the gym with me? Or will you hold me accountable to make sure that I take a shower today? Even mm-hmm. though that sounds silly, like sometimes we need that. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, if I can just address that, I take showers every day. <laughs> Everybody, I smell divine. Um, but no, yeah, I've definitely had people, like I've like reached out to people. In terms of the gym, parking isn't exactly great. So I just walk to class now, which is like a nice little exercise. Yeah. It's like that's cardio. But like, what are you doing to tone up? Like, what? how are you going to get big? Is that a goal? Um, big. Well, you, for those of you who can't see, I'm six foot five, 286 pounds of pure unadulterated <laughs> muscle and manpower. So it's kind of tough to, kind of tough to, you know, pinpoint how I can get bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, but in all honesty, no, I'm six foot two, 140 pounds. I am built like a Jenga tower. I'm Jack, <laughs> I'm Jack Skellington. I'm Gabe from the office. I'm, Jack I'm everything. Skellington. Um, I have gotten much better at eating this year. I have really, really bad. Yes. I have really bad I'm anxiety. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. So it's like a priority to like, be like, look, I'm going to go and eat yes and that's another thing of like alone time is like now that we have lunch in person mm-hmm. i get my lunch and i go and i sit alone i like i get away from everybody Do you? i find i have my own secret place that i don't tell I was anybody gonna ask about where, where it i is. eat rose you'll never find it honestly she always asks me i'm never gonna tell her <laughs> um and yeah that's just like my like 40 minutes alone during the day which is like my phone and like nothing what pushed you to the point where you're like not only do i need to eat but i need to eat alone like what was the moment where like i'm gonna do this um i people I feel rude when I'm eating when people are talking to me because I could respond at any moment. I don't want my mouth being full of food. Oh. And also, but also, like, again, being the president, like, people come up to you during class all the yes. time. It's like I'm getting emails or messages in the group meeting, and it's yes. like, hey, like, can you ask the teacher about this? Can you ask him to repeat the question? Can you, like, change something about the way the slides transition? Can oh, my you God. Harry, that would drive me insane. Oh, well, it's all right. I mean, it's not the end of the world. Let me ask you this, then. Do you almost feel like becoming president is forcing you to set boundaries? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I've said no these past few weeks way more than I've ever said no, and it feels amazing. Ah, Everyone say no today. Say no to something. Say no. Okay, Harry, I feel like you are able to talk about anything. Anything. I am going to bring up, like, a a topic in vet med, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. Oh, get ready. Personal thoughts, but also, like, what you hear your classmates experiencing as well horses hate it (laughs) cows love it feral cats gotta go talk to me about emotional wellness um for all you people who are getting ready to go to vet school in the near future here's some honesty the first week is awful you meet people which is great but it is just like such a like hit the ground full-on sprint and you're gonna face plant at some point like i cried Every day of the first week. No, like, not even a joke. Every single day. Oh, I called my mom. I was like, dude, what am I What am I doing here? Like, I'm not ready for this. And then, like, 
And it was COVID. Like you were been yeah. virtual. And you yeah. Were... No, it was it was stressful. But it's just like this that the aspect of being in class from like eight o'clock to like four o'clock every single day was mm. just like very very stressful. I mean, it was like I felt like I was never doing enough. Yeah. But then after having a couple of specials under your belt, you're like, okay, this really isn't that bad. I have to tell you, I'm. I'm loving this different perspective because a lot of times on the show, we have like a lot of positivity and a lot of like reframing, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But hearing your perspective of like, yeah, it's, it, it sucked, I think is really helpful. Yeah. To just hear like the truth of like, yeah, I cried every day like that. Thank you for sharing that. No. I, I appreciate it. I have no shame. No, you don't. No, you no don't. shame. No Ta- shame. No pride. Humility is the, is the name of the game, everybody. <laughs> but no, like in terms of in terms of what was the topic emotional Mental, wellness. Emotional wellness. It's like you have like a hundred. Like it's okay to not be okay. That's like a very important thing to say. Yes. Hashtag Brene Brown. Ugh, but another her. but another important thing about that is it's okay to not be okay. But it's not okay to not be okay and alone at the same time. Mm. And we have a you have 120 or whoever's coming next year, 150 classmates who are going to be dealing with the exact same stuff. Right. You're going to have a big. You're going to have upperclassmen and TAs who have all been through the exact same stuff. You're even going to have teachers who are 65, 70 years old and who graduated vet, vet med with the debt of like some pocket lint and a couple of pennies. And it's like, and but like they understand the same stress, just minus the student debt. Like they understand like you have to learn a lot. Yeah, but the student debt is such a huge stressor. Oh, it's, it's absolutely crippling. And I've been terrified my whole time, like my entire, like ever since I knew money existed, I'm like, I'm going to be in debt because like I'm from a small business. And yes, it's like you debt, understand like, it. Like debt is talked about a lot. Like right. It's, it's a concerning thing. So then what do you think about finances and vet med? Fin- I mean, like, geez. Um, I mean, if I could say anything about the finances, is just to like, I mean, the, the the cliche thing is like, oh, you know, spend as little as you can. I take out the max amount of loans I can Do every, you? every semester. Do you budget? I mean, I know, like, I, I just have a general idea of how much I spend. Uh-huh. But, like, I cook, like, I cook two meals a day, like, if I'm really, like, at least two meals a day. But, like, my dinner, like, I'll go out and get something. Like, I'll get, like, a burrito or, like, mm-hmm. a, I don't know. I love, jeez, what's that, what's that Mexican restaurant? La Tienda? Sure. Oh, ugh, yuck. You know, like, Big, big not. All right, everyone, this has been a great episode. I'm going to get it. I don't like it. It's great. That, Adams Ribco, I kept the South location in business for like three semesters. How do you weigh what you weigh and oh, eat what you eat? So today was an exam day, for example. Yeah. Um, I don't eat when I'm super stressed. So mm. like I so like I can't eat breakfast before my exams, and I can't eat after because I'm still just like, I just have like the jitters. So I just like, those days or like the days where I'm really stressed, I just don't eat. And but it it works for you or it does yeah. not work. It's it's worked for me, dude. Like my grades are good, so right. Like, but that's the problem though is it's like I have to work really hard to correct it because at this point my body's like, no oh, it, it's like yeah. oh yeah. If you're just stressed out, then you do fine. The stress goes away. Then there's no point in changing what you're doing. And that's like I wonder if there will be long term side effects to that. Yes. Do you think? Probably. Talk to me about. So you have you're in a romantic relationship. It's very romantic. Yes. Oh, really? Long walks on the beach. Yes. Rose petals. Tell me more. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> but no. and you have a family that you love. Yep. Talk to me about balancing relationships in vet school. Um. So last year it was a lot easier, I'd say, because my girlfriend was just well, I say just working. Like she works really hard, but she was just working, so she had like a start and stop time. She mm-hmm. had a lunch we could we could talk at. Sure. But now she's also in professional school. She's in PA school down in Fort Lauderdale. Mm. And so her schedule, it's like, we can talk three times a day. We can talk in the morning before class. We can talk at lunchtime. And then we can talk after class. But again, like, she's studying. She has her own stuff. She's like, oh, my God, she's incredible. But she has, like, she's the role model in terms of, like, being on a schedule. Like, her dad was, like, a police officer. So it's like, he, like, she knows, like, like, discipline. And, like, she, like, 
like regiments herself more mm-hmm, or less. Mm-hmm. But it's like no, she like works out, she does all this stuff. So she is you, but scheduled. Yes. Okay, love that. Pretty much. And then like, how about like your friendships and family? Like, how are you making sure you make time for them? Um, I FaceTime a lot, mm-hmm. which is like it's like I, it's just something I started doing. Anyone, anyone in here who I FaceTime, you know, I just FaceTime people for fun, like just out of nowhere. It's like if I see him on my contacts, I'm like, yeah, I'll say what's up. That's so nice. Yeah, but it's like it's all my friends from back in like middle school or like from high school oh. or like like my brother and his friends, my family members. Harry. Alex. W- I do feel like you have opinions about things. Oh yeah. When you think about the pre-vet journey, the one that you went on, the one your classmates went on, what do you think they need to know before getting into vet school? Um, you are. You guys get- didn't see it. He, he rolled his eyes so hard. So hard. So hard. Um, the thing. What do I think about it? I think it's. I think it's going to get harder as time goes on. Yes. Because there's more people who are applying, so you have to like distinguish yourself and show how you're like better than everybody else. Yeah. But you got to remember, it's like you shouldn't compete with other people. Just compete with yourself. And that, that's really hard. Like at least it, I say that from like the other side of the curtain now, where it's like I don't care. Yeah. Anymore, I never really care what other people got as long as I was better than I was the day before. But like in terms of like. Getting into vet school, you are competing with other people. Yeah, but, but but also, like, you really can't compete with them because you can't compare the two journeys. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd literally have to be stalking that person's life to know yeah. what their GPA is, how many mm-hmm. vet school hours they have, exactly what their essays sound like. Unless they're those weirdos in the pre-vet meetings who are like, oh, what'd you get? What's this? Like, what are your love, hours? I don't I, love that journey. I'm not a fan of that. So, yeah, I agree with you. It's better to compete with yourself because there's too many nuances that you don't know about the person next to you or the other mm-hmm. literal 2,000 other people who are applying with you. Right. What else do they need to know? They need to know that... What is some truth? Like, you wanted to so, bust some... Yeah, so, like, professional so here's one thing that's kind of crazy is everyone is always stressed out or at least me i was stressed out of getting letters of rec okay i hate i always like hated talking to like teachers i love teachers like i respect the hell out of them but like i hated talking with them i hated talking with advisors i hated i hated going to office hours asking teachers questions because it's like <laughs> it just stresses me out and i feel like they had more important stuff to do i knew that was your reason but, do but you feel like a burden you, you feel you, you feel like a burden it's like same with like if you're scared of like reaching out with like a veterinarian or you're scared mm-hmm. of reaching out to like go and work at something or like do a lab or like volunteer somewhere it's like really all like we are not in this profession going back to money for money like this is a profession of passion like it is it it is is what you care about what you want to do and the difference you want to make in people in their animals lives what else what else is a crock and you're like you need to think about this or this isn't true or this people say this but actually this is how it is Uh, interviews are ridiculously important and i didn't prepare at all and that's why i got waitlisted but at the (laughs) same time i it's also a crapshoot well, sure. Like you, you will get some interviewers who their style of interviewing is a little bit more challenging. Yeah, they like, want to see what you're made of. Yeah, they want to grill you, and it's like that's great and all, but like, again, you just don't know who you're gonna get. You have absolutely no idea who you're gonna. You get. roll the dice. Yeah, so you have to prepare like for anything, and I didn't prepare for anything. Why? Well, because I was like tired and lazy, and it's one of those things where it stresses me out. So you, you like opt? It was like a defense mechanism. Like this is stressing me out. I'm just not gonna do yeah. it. Okay. Well, and, like, and my interview, honestly. It could have gone a lot better, but, like, I don't think it was terrible. I just think, like, I just think I wasn't prepared. And you got called off the wait list. Yeah. And, again, Florida resident, like, it's hard to get in as a Florida resident because everyone's competing for that spot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Other things that they need to hear from you? Um, I don't have Instagram, and I think that's really working to my advantage in vet school because social media is the devil. Get off TikTok, everybody. It's seriously, seriously so bad for you. If you have an Alexa, throw it away. Hey, I love Alexa. If you have a Siri, disable it or give it the Australian accent. That helps a lot. I really like Alexa. I don't. I okay. don't like I don't like Alexa. I don't like Google Home. Why don't they want social media? 
Um, because it sets unrealistic expectations and you can make yourself whatever you want to be in out there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just very anti-social media. Um, invest in cryptocurrency if you have any extra oh money laying God, around. Absolutely not. It's going to pop soon. Just wait. We'll it's going to be fantastic. It's not stable. Okay. Uh, what else is going just on Just any life? last advice you have for them. Any last advice is just grow up. <laughs> like, like, like it sounds awful because it's like there's a million other people out there who have been through the same things you have, who have the same problems, the same anxieties, the same fears, the same strengths, the same weaknesses. And I promise you someone significantly dumber than you has gotten into vet school and has graduated. What do they call the last person who graduates in the class? I don't know. Is there a, a veterinarian? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So what I hear you saying is... Now, but wait, Harry, how do they know if they need to grow up? Because I feel like a lot of people just don't have self-awareness for that. So the definition of maturity is doing things you don't want to do without complaining. The same way intelligence is uh, is like knowing the things you don't know and not being afraid to say, I don't know. That's what makes a good doctor is like, <laughs> sounds awful, but being unsure of yourself is what makes a good doctor. Because the minute you get into your rut and the minute you're like, oh, I see these symptoms, it's this, and then the dog dies from some other reason – that's on you. That's not on your education. That's not on your training. That's just on you being stuck in your ways. Be open-minded. Don't be arrogant. Be accepting. I want to thank Harrison Warman. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Alex. You're this welcome. was a great de-stressor after, oh, a, after a long day with yeah. an exam in the morning. Yeah, you have an exam. Thanks, yeah, thanks for being here on an exam day. Um, I you I don't think you could have said no to me, though. No, I, I literally that's not your skill I, set. I, I asked if I could say no, and you said no, and then that was it. That's probably true. Yep. So I want to thank Harry, president of Class of 2024, for being on the podcast today to talk to us about life, love, and leisure mm -hmm. in veterinary medicine. Trains, planes, plantains. Skirt, skirt. Skirt. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> but no, seriously, everyone. Life is going to be fine. Life is good. Don't be worried about applying to vet school. Everything is going to be great. You're going to get in, and if you don't, you're going to find some other job that's equally as incredible and fulfilling. I can promise you that. I'm Alex Avellino, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Beep, beep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Alex, you blocked it out? Oh, that's crazy. Why would you bleep that out? I hope you found out.